It's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex, and we're gonna jump right into it. <clears throat> and on my desk today, I have a post from the what? I mean, what would y'all consider Sawweedie at this point? I mean, in my opinion, not even before we even go into it, I'm so sick and tired of giving titles to modern women that I don't feel like they've earned just because they've just because you do something don't make you that thing. So, for example, right? I've, I technically have movie credits. I have been in an actual film that I believe is even registered with IDMB. It was a documentary, but it's a film. You have people that have done what I've done and they'll tell you they're an actor. You see what I'm saying? And, and, and <clears throat> my, my, my whole thing is like, some would say, well, Tommy, don't you feel like Saweetie has dropped a couple songs that did do pretty well? Yeah, they did. She had that one song that, um, wrist on glitter. How'd it go? What's it called? She, 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 she took two shorts beats and tap in. I think it was called, I want to say it was called tap in or top in. And then she had another record, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know, but I just don't look at Saweetie as a rapper. In my mind, maybe this is a man thing and maybe this is misogynistic, which is what we're about to talk about. In my mind, Saweetie is just—it's like a very high influential, like Instagram model, ex-girlfriend of a rapper. Like she's like one of those. Like I look at her like the same way I look at her, like a basketball wife. Like cool, you happen to sleep with I guess the right brother. Like if there's no like you don't really give much credit for that. I mean we wouldn't give a man credit for that, right? We don't give uh, Amber Rose's baby daddy any credit. He just bagged share. I mean the dude just literally bagged share. You know, like, legendary Cher, who's almost as big as, like, Madonna or Celine Dion or something like that. This is a legendary singer. And prior to bagging Cher, he knocked up Amber Rose, who came in the game with Kanye West in his prime. So we don't ever look at him and be like, he's anybody. If he dropped two songs right now, we wouldn't call him a rapper. We'd be like, that's the dude who slept with Amber Rose and slept with Cher. <laughs> Why do we give the girls more than we give the guys? I don't know. But we'll talk about that right now. Because according to Sawidi, misogynistic behavior is normal for hip-hop culture. Yeah. Alright, so let me read her tweet specifically. Is misogynistic behavior normal for hip-hop culture now? Question mark. And she put the little emoji with the hmm type face. And then she said, guess so, with the emoji with the shoulders up. Guess so. But let me tell you something. And this is my problem with, with women. And I like Saweetie, to be honest with you. I do. And I've even spoke well about her on this podcast for anybody who's, oh, no. Yes, I have. I've made a whole episode about Saweetie when she got her McDonald's deal. And I was telling y'all to let that girl live. You know, uh, at the end of the day, and, you know, Saweetie... You know, uh, I don't know too much about it, so I don't want to speak on it. But according to the headlines I've read, you just sent shots at a dude, a man, as he's grieving over his dead brother. You shouldn't even be allowed to speak right now. Because if a man did the same thing to a woman, if a who's somebody that you would say is equally as big as Quavo? OK, boom. If Chloe Bailey sister Hallie Bailey got killed matter of fact that's a good example because these are two sisters right who are two family members who are about 
equally famous, just like Takeoff and Quavo, right? They work together, blah, blah, blah. So if Chloe Bailey's sister, Halle Bailey, got smoked right now, and within a week or two, who will Chloe, who's Chloe Bailey's ex? What, uh, who's her ex? She got an ex? Whoever her ex is was to send shots and throw shade at that person, at Chloe, as she's grieving over her dead sister. Yo, like, bro would not be allowed to talk. The whole industry would be on his neck. We wouldn't even care that he tweeting something like this because we look at him like, bro, you're a, you're a real, like, scum. You're, you're a real, they would call it a scumbag. You're a real foul person. You, 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 you had all this time to say something to Chloe. Let's keep it real. If Chloe was just chilling and nobody died and he said something to be a problem, but we'll just stick to the scenario, right? And now you wait till God forbid on all this, because we don't want to see anybody die, Chloe or Halle Bailey, but especially not Halle Bailey. I like Halle Bailey. But my whole thing is like, you sit there and you just did that. But the word misogynistic, toxic, abusive, none of those type of words should ever come out your mouth. And you women, y'all throw these words around a little too much and you don't ever take the time, first of all, to really think about what you're talking about. So let's talk about specifically what she's talking about. First of all, is quote unquote misogynistic behavior normal for hip hop culture now? Ma'am, where have you been the last 30 years? This is the most, as they want to call it, misogynistic culture that we have in America. What are you talking about? Aren't you the one? And then who are you to, to ask that question? Who are you to ask that question, Mrs. If he don't buy no Birkin bags, throw him back to the streets. So why is it okay for you to directly treat a man and talk about men like they're disposable? Like they owe you something. And oh, we ain't talking about heart and respect and integrity, honor, loyalty, faithfulness, provision, security. We're talking a bag, a $40,000 bag. A bag, bro. And you're not a homeless woman. You're a woman that makes money. McDonald's gave you a deal for what reason? I don't know. But do your thing. They just gave Brittany Renner a deal with Crystals. She got a burger at Crystals called the Side Chick. I seen the billboard just the other day. <clears throat> right? Right? My whole thing is this. It, we all know it's the day of the hoe. I say that with respect. But it is the day of the hoe. McDonald's deals, Crystal's deals. These, these are given to women that have not shown anything worthy of getting a deal. I mean, you have rappers who have been in the game. Even female rappers and artists and singers who still ain't got no food deal. And you come in with one song and dated. A, let's keep it real. I mean, what do we really know you for? We really know you for your relationship with Quavo. Not your song. You ain't Lotto. You ain't to say like one of these girls who are known. Like when you think of Lotto, you think of a rapper. I don't even know anything else about Lotto. You feel me? Like I don't know nothing else about Lotto besides the girl rap. They say a hundred songs of hers just got leaked onto the internet. That girl's working. Shout out to Lotto. 
right? I still haven't grown accustomed to her and I don't think I will because I just don't like to consume hip hop anymore like that. But at the same time, shout out to her. She's a rapper. You, you are a character who gets in the studio every now and then. I started to know a lot of, a lot of, and I, I use this word loosely, but hoes or baddies, they're treating rap the same way a lot of you dope boys and scammers treat rap. And this is why I fell back from even admiring the hip hop culture, even in its most positive form. Because I'm tired of seeing people think that just because they're black or they're Spanish, that it's a way out and it's, it shouldn't be. See, and I, and I break it down like this, right? <clears throat> use, this, use what I'm about to say metaphorically, right? The problem with hip hop, in my opinion now, this is why we have some, and not takeoff, but why we have so many rappers getting killed left and right, going to jail left and right, right? And this is why we also have so many rappers. Y'all notice that? Like, like every year, it's like 20 rappers who come out. I was like, geez, I'm going to tell you why that is. You see, I want you to, if you've seen the movie Notorious, think about the movie Notorious. I want you to remember two characters, obviously Biggie's character and then D-Rock. D-Rock was his street homeboy who sold drugs, taught him how to sell drugs, all of that, right? Here's the problem with hip-hop now and hip-hop back then. Back then, D-Rock knew. He had the story. He had the bravado, right? He had really everything a rapper wants. He was what a rapper was trying to be. But not one time did bro ever say, well, just because I can talk about it, and just because my homeboy is doing it, I want to rap too. He stayed in his place. And unfortunately for him, he didn't have anything of equivalent lucrative opportunity. You see, I wish some of you young men and young women would stop trying to rap. And just find another way. And I know they say, well, Tommy, don't you think that's easier said than done? Of course it is. But it's also easier said than done to do anything in this world. I don't care if you work at Walmart or you're the top district attorney in your state. It doesn't matter. Or you're or you're into uh, neurology or you're a rocket scientist or you work at CERN. I don't care. At the end of the day, it's always going to be easier said than done it was easier it's easier to, to to put this to make this episode than it is to go out there and promote it and market it anybody can get on the phone and talk it's always gonna be easier said than done the problem is now everybody they mama go out there and make a little ten thousand dollars and think oh i have money i could be a rapper and this is why our music sucks this is why our culture is going down. This is why hip-hop is in the worst state it's ever been ever. And I'm going to tell you the truth. I really firmly believe that hip-hop is on its way out. Hip-hop is going to do in a couple of years, maybe 20, 50 years, what rock and roll did in like the 90s, 2000s. When was the last time you heard of a rock and roll band? Name one new rock and roll band. You can't. Rock and roll fans, they're forced to listen to all the rock and roll from the 2000s and 90s and 80s and 70s and, and beyond. Because there's no new rock and roll, bro. Rock and roll is dead. Rock and roll as what it used to be is dead. It's dead. And hip-hop is about to be dead for this same reason. It's too many of y'all. Rock and roll was a beautiful thing when the artists actually had talent. 
Then everybody who had a crazy story or every white boy who think he know how to yell on a song thought he could go grab a dude who know how to play guitar and go become a rock star. And a lot of rock music that came out between the years of 1991 and 2003 was terrible. It was terrible. Because everybody thought they can go do it now. It was no longer pure talent and pure passion. And then all y'all in the way. I digress. I know I kind of went off there, but you got to understand, I have a true passion for hip hop. I have such a passion for hip hop. It goes beyond what I actually do. I just as a fan and as a spectator. You know, and even as a Christian, now that I'm a Christian and I talk to God and he won't let me let go of hip hop. He doesn't want I, I can tell he doesn't want me sitting around just listening to the type of stuff I used to listen to. But he's put a message in my heart to not just fully discard of the hip hop culture. I feel like and I and I could be wrong, but I feel like he wants me to somewhat infiltrate. We'll talk about that another time. What I want to talk about is. Why is it that women want to come into men's spaces, male dominated industries and sacred spaces and think that we should stop what we've been doing to accommodate them? Some of y'all like, come on, bro. Let me explain. Let me use a metaphor or excuse me, an analogy. You have men who go into female spaces hairdressing, makeup artists, right? Owning uh, bakeries and stuff like that. Stuff that, you know, typically we would let the women, let the women do stuff like that, right? But you know what I respect about the men, whether they're gay or straight, who go into these industries? They go in there and they just shut up, bro. They don't go in and say, why is everything pink? Why do you gotta put, why y'all gotta play this girly music at this salon? I'm a man, can y'all put on some 50 Cent? No! We're going to listen to Mariah Carey and, 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 and a new Cardi B record. Like, we don't go into y'all space and talk about some, dang, why is everything so feminine? Is, is this going to be like this forever? And what about us? No, we go in and we understand what we go into before we go into it. But I, I, I had came across a large amount of weave, weave, like hair, fake hair. When I was like, I don't know, 22, 21, 23, one of those ages, Right. And I was selling the weave, bro. I was selling the weave. I was like, I'm going to sell it. My, my stepmom gave it to me. It was, she gave me a lot of it. And she didn't really want anything from it. So I was like, I'm going to sell this stuff. You know, at the time, weave, I mean, it's still obviously lit. But weave was really lit. Girls wanted bundles a lot. It was a high market. Not one time when I would go and try to deal with these vendors or even just individual girls. I would say I sold to both girls who do hair and girls who just wanted it for their own hair I never went into it thinking like I need to make this for me I need to shape this market for one it was temporary I knew it wasn't like a career path it was just like I'm gonna just try to flip this weave until I can't flip it no more until she runs out of supply that was really what it was dependent on it was fully contingent upon her supply my stepmom so when I went and I sold the weave and I was walking into these places that are not comfortable for me as a masculine man when I'm walking into these places, when I'm dealing with these girls, I never tried to infiltrate their world 
and corrupt it or complain about it. I just understood the rules. I understood the terminology and I accepted it. I accepted that I'm an outcast, that these girls probably are not going to trust me until I show them the product. I understood why they used to want to. Let me see a picture first. Let me see this. Can you meet me here tomorrow? I ain't going to buy it, but I want to feel it because they're like, yo, why should I trust this this straight heterosexual masculine or what they, I'm just going to say what they perceive man in this world what does he know about hair and I didn't know anything about it to be quite honest with you all I knew was to look at the packs the packs told me she already had them labeled out what inches they were so I knew okay this is a 32 inch this is a 36 inch this is a 38 inch and I sold all of it I had got robbed at the end of it by two girls I didn't say I got robbed I got finessed they didn't like hold me up or anything they just they would they just made a very strong promise and i trusted them and they ran off on me with the last bit of my bundles that was the end of my hair selling career right but even in my past i've went into trying to invest into girls who were trying to do things like microblading or um, do hair or do makeup and i never not one time felt the need to Okay, let's do this, but can you do you think that you can make it more just so I'm I'm a No. 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 That's their world. If you're going to go into it, cool. If they let you into it, even better. But while you're there, you don't complain. You don't complain. They like their stuff pink? They want to listen to Mariah Carey? They want to drink mimosas, right? They want to use certain terminologies? Right? They're going to treat you like an outcast. They're going to make you feel uncomfortable. It is what it is. You were not supposed to be there. They let you in out of the kindness of their heart. I don't hear nobody saying, well, Tommy, you know, um, hip hop has always had females. Have you never heard of MC Light, Queen Latif? Yeah, brother, I have. Hip hop is still always has and always will be a male dominated industry It is what it is full of misogyny. It was built on the backs of misogyny. Ma'am, the song that you used to sample to get your most biggest single tap in was built off the backs of one of the most misogynistic rappers that have ever touched a mic too short. Who said his favorite word is the B word. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Is hip-hop misogynistic? You wouldn't be who you are if hip-hop wasn't misogynistic. You wouldn't have nothing in life if hip-hop was not misogynistic. You'd be another light-skinned hoe if hip-hop was not misogynistic. If all y'all said want to try to judge me and say, oh, did a Christian man say the word hoe? Yes, I sure did. I call things what they are. Whore. Would that be better? prostitute escort okay you use men for money you're a hoe you don't like it stop hoeing <laughs> it's like me telling me calling a drug dealer a drug dealer and he get mad at me calling him a drug dealer see it's funny some people don't like certain titles just just say that you're ashamed of what you do and you're guilty just say that don't don't make me feel bad because i use a certain word to describe you that's what we've always called it that's what i'm gonna keep calling it and none of these hoes are going to make me start calling them sex workers or uh, liberated women or free spirits. Hoes. Ho. That's what we always call it. That's what girls call it. That's what we always call it. Ho. It's a hoe. It's a hoe. That's what we call it. What do you call me? A podcaster. So be mad at that? What? 
That's what it's called. Okay. I'm over here arguing with people that I can't hear arguing with me. <laughs> and, you know, I like Saweetie, man. It bothers... I, I follow her on Instagram, you know? I like Saweetie. I think she's very, very attractive, especially when she has the blonde in her hair. She's a very highly attractive woman. I think that her character is a facade. I don't I don't believe none of these girls with this whole... I'm bad. I don't need no man throwing back to the street. These girls would love to act like they don't have feelings and like they don't really be in love with these dudes. And I just personally think it's cap. Um, Cause it's in my opinion, either it's cap or y'all are way more. See, we like to call them masculine. We like to call modern women masculine. And, and, and I do it too. And I also have to check myself every now and then and remind myself that that's not masculinity. Masculine is a compliment. Feminine is a compliment. What these girls are is just disattached from reality. That's not masculine. When you look at these women that we call masculine, and we like, black women are so masculine. When you look at their behavior, what's masculine about their behavior? Would you do that stuff? Would you run around trying to fight with everybody to get in your face? That's masculine. That's what masculine masculinity is more, more self-control than that. It's more discipline. If anything, it's less confrontational. It finds every other option rather than giving to their emotions and go fight. Actually, a masculine man, if he lives a normal life, probably has only been in a few fights in his whole life and he probably only fights when he has to. Or when he was before he became in his masculinity, maybe he would dive into diving into your emotions, all that, huffing and puffing and running around and trying to fight everybody in the parking lot and shoot at people. That's not, there's nothing masculine about that. Do the results lead to anything that, is there masculine fruits that are being reaped? When you're running around fighting people and jumping up and down, that's not masculinity. Okay? And, and that's not masculinity. These girls are just disattached from reality. So either you are capping and you know you be loving these dudes you be up there laid up with, or you're just disattached from reality. And you're more more important in reality. You're disattached from your divine, your divine, you mean your God-given, your heavenly, your celestial design. That's sad. That's nothing to be proud of. That's nothing I would even use against you. I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. And no woman upon this earth is going to ever be my worst enemy. Not none of y'all. Not no, especially not no Saweetie or none of these girls on no internet or no some girl I don't know or who don't, who don't know me. But what I will say is this. Why do you guys think that you can come into the rap game, disrespect men, even though we're the ones that run the labels, we run the radios, we run the DJs, and we're your fellow peers. But then you, you don't like it when you're disrespected or you feel like misogyny is in the culture. I don't get it. Why do women really feel so highly of themselves that they really feel like they can run around doing things to people, but they can't have anything done to them? Why do you feel that way? As an adult, as someone with some sense, which I believe Saweetie has some sense. I actually believe that she, like most other girls, is a liar. And they're not lying to us, my, my friends that's listening. They're lying to themselves. You ever heard the saying, somebody say, who are you trying to convince, me or you? you know, who are you really trying to convince with this bad, this, this stuff can't uphold itself. It's really a defense mechanism. But we know that. You know, I love women enough to see see past the facade. 
I've always loved women and I always will. I love women enough to see past the the walls and the games and all of the facade. They don't just do for men. They even do it for other, other women. You see, they don't fit in when they're sweet and they're kind. You see what I'm saying? It's kind of like the good guy versus all the players, right? He doesn't fit in. Nobody wants to hang out with a guy who's like, I, I respect women. and But what's wrong with him respecting women? I think it's lame that he makes it this thing where he only talks about respect. He should respect people. Because when you say respect women, respect women, respect women, I'm like, okay, so would you like disrespect men? Like, why, why you, why you, why are you like, you know, someone say, well, we say that because women get disrespected. Do they though? Like, like seriously, like who told you guys this lie? Cause you can't really show me much proof outside of hip hop. I mean, let's really be real outside of this misogynistic as they would call it hip hop. Where do women get disrespected, bro? Women are held honorably. Women are allowed to literally run around the world destroying people's property, cheating on men, uh, using men for money, abusing their kids, leaving their kids behind, not being able to financially provide for their own children that they wanted custody of. Like, what do you, where do women get disrespected? What do you, where do you, where do you, what world? I mean, to show me. Show me. I mean, just show me a huge wave of men just literally. I mean, men aren't allowed to disrespect women. Why do you think we're not allowed to even try transgenders? Because that's why that girl. No, I don't want to speak on that. But when we see transgenders beating on y'all, we're not even allowed to touch them because they look like girls. That's how much respect girls get that boys are now wanting to be y'all. Why would a boy give up being a boy to come to become one of the most disrespected people on earth? If I'm gonna become, if I'm gonna leave behind being a man, I'm not jumping to be no woman. If I feel like women don't get no respect to the point where we have to tell everybody respect women, protect women, love women, honor women. Like, no, when are we gonna tell people to respect men? Include us into that conversation. Love men, treat men better, because we're the ones that you sit. When, I mean, look at it this way. In the last week alone, you had two shootings. You had one at the Walmart. And then you had a gay club shooting. Were those women that did that? Those are men. Maybe we should start tending to men just a little bit more. Be nice, a little nicer to them. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you know, it is men that you call when your car breaks down. It is men that you call when a, when you have a burglar in your house. It is men that you call for advice. Uh, even some of the girls or uh, women in my life have even told me that they'd rather come to me or another man before they ever go to their homegirl's mother or sister or daughter for advice. To think that me at 29 years old, I give better advice than some of these girls' grandmas do. Like, you always gonna need a man at some point, even if it's not to date or to marry. When you gonna when y'all gonna start to cater to us a little bit? We are we have no choice but to cater to you. We're taught before our parents could even teach us to respect women, to not hit women, to love women, let women run all over you. And what you do when a woman literally breaks your heart, damages your property, embarrasses you, humiliates you, wastes your time, wastes your money. You know what society tells men to do? Suck it up. Move on. We're not allowed to react. Society, male or female, black or white, gay or straight, rich or poor, does not allow men to react. Society tells men that no matter what a woman does to you, you let it go and you move on. Doesn't matter what she does or says, though. They get we, all of us, men and women, gay or straight, rich or poor, black or white, give women room to destroy things in people's lives. 
women are pretty much untouchable. They're, they're almost invincible. What are you worried about hip hop culture for? You mean the same hip hop culture that you're going to go dance to tomorrow? As the man is screaming, B word, B word, ho, ho, ho. B word, B word, ho, ho, ho. You'll be twerking to it tomorrow. What do you care? You were twerking to it yesterday. They're going to keep playing it in all your homegirls clubs that they work at where they strip. It's crazy. When, I, when I've been in females cars before in the past, they don't even play girl music. They ride around listening to more quote unquote misogynistic music than even I would. That's all they listen to. And they know all the words. They in the car. Yeah, I don't love these B words, man. F these hoes. B word this. B word that. Y'all ain't ish. And I'm going to do this. And they know all the words. I dumped her. I kicked her out of my car. She ain't ish. They know every word. Oh, something must have happened. See, I don't keep up. Something must have happened. Well, now the misogyny, that same misogyny that she built her own career off of. I already broke that down to you. The same misogyny that she does not mind dancing to and celebrating and vibrating to a frequency. Y'all know about energy, right? Spiritual energy, right? Okay. She doesn't mind letting in that, that, that misogyny those days. She doesn't mind letting in that misogyny to benefit her. She doesn't mind dating one of these misogynistic rappers to get her next record deal, her next money, and keep fame and relevance. Mm. but when I guess somebody might have used some misogynistic tactics which these days anytime a man does anything towards or against a woman they call it misogyny so or if he just simply uplifts himself right you know you got to mention a woman so we don't even know what happened but now that it you don't like it now you want to talk about some is this what it is now where have you been Sawidi? In what culture do we accept someone who would ask a question that asinine? In what other culture do you think you could literally claim to be a part of that culture for years? I mean, Sawidi's been on the scene now for at least three years. You've been on the scene for three years in, a, in, 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 in another culture and you would ask about that culture? You don't, what you didn't notice? You didn't get the memo? So that song, Tap In, which you, 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 uh, you sampled um, Blow the Whistle by one of the most misogynistic rappers to ever touch a mic, Too Short, whose favorite word is the B word. What's his favorite word? B word. Why you guys say it like short? B word. Yeah. So did you not know who that was? You didn't know who that was? It's like, do y'all not study no more? And I've noticed this with this generation too. They want to get into an industry. They want to get into a culture that they don't even know the re- they don't even do the research on it no more. See, when I was a kid, I knew I wanted to rap, so I went and did all my research on hip hop. That's why by the time I was 10 years old, I could tell you everything about Big Daddy Kane, KRS One, Rakim, EPMD, and I grew up in Atlanta. That's why it blew my mind when Rich Homie Quad was booked to do that show, which I don't know why they booked him to do it. And he was supposed to be rapping a Biggie song and he was talking about, you know, I ain't girl listening to me. I'm like, well, what did you go listening to? Because me and you were about the same age. And at, at a certain time in our lives, there was no Atlanta rappers for real. So we didn't have no choice but listening to New York rap and LA rap and Houston rap and Chicago rap. We didn't have no choice because there was nothing else. So what was you listening to to the point where you don't even know a Biggie song? 
y'all don't do no research. Y'all want to be a part of an industry. You want to be a part of a, a, a world. And only that's why hip hop is going to die. Because there, there's not enough like gatekeeping anymore. Like, I, honestly, bro, you shouldn't even be allowed to rap if you don't know nothing about rap. What you mean? It, this is the stupidest question you ask. Is hip hop misogynistic now? What do you mean now? Man, have you never heard a song? Uh, B words ain't S words. Ma'am, have you never heard a song? A B word is a B word. Ma'am, have you never heard a saying? B words ain't S words, but hoes and tricks. Where, I mean, where, where have you been? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? And then now you girls are echoing the same stuff these men are saying. What's the difference between WAP and what these dudes are saying? What's the difference between some of the Cardi B lyrics and what some of these dudes are saying? What's the difference between the Nicki Minaj record? Or, ooh, what is the difference between Megan Thee Stallion and what some of these men are saying? What's the difference? Why Why does she get to say it? Both of them got y'all out here twerking. Both of them got y'all out here ready to sell y'all bodies. Both of them got y'all out here with low self-esteem and low value, self-value and low self-respect. The male and the female both got all y'all looking bad. It don't matter who's saying it. It don't matter. Both of them. And for a couple hundred dollars, y'all gonna go into any of these rappers' videos and shake that butt and let them call you B-words and H-words all over the place. So it don't even matter, bro. So I, I don't know. I've always liked to think not highly of myself, but high enough to think that these episodes where I talk about something specific, they'll hear it one day, if not today or tomorrow. And so, we, if you are listening and you've made it this far, man, welcome to hip hop. Yes, it's very toxic in all kind of ways. Don't worry about misogyny. The misogyny ain't leading to nothing. We need to talk about this violence in the music. That's what's leading to the misogyny. It just got y'all out here looking stupid. And it's doing a lot of bad things. But what about all this shooting? Speak, use your voice and your platform for that, Sawweedy. Who cares if the men are calling you B-words and H-words? Because tomorrow you'll wake up tomorrow morning and dance to it and call yourself a B-word and H-word too. It don't matter. It don't matter. I used to write a lot of negative rap. I used to write the most villainous. If I was a, if I, I couldn't, I really couldn't. I couldn't bring myself to read you guys some of the lyrics I used to write. They're good lyrics as far as from a poetic level, but the content is terrible. It's so bad I wouldn't I wouldn't read it to you even in an example. And I had to stop writing that type of music because for one, I didn't want to speak into my own life. Two, I'm like, yeah, this may be my story, but it, you know, every story is not necessary to tell. See what I like about non-black people is they they realize that see us black folk we have a problem with thinking that everything that happened in our life we gotta go tell the whole world every thought that come across our I was watching this video last night matter of fact speaking of female rappers of Suki Hana one of the most misogynistic female rappers that ever lived right and she's talking about how she loves men who kill people and how she'll go do a drive by and all this other stuff and I remember just thinking to myself okay she's probably not the only girl in the world who thinks this stuff right a lot of girls 
and different races are attracted to their their culture's version of a bad boy, right? It is what it is. But why do we need to know that? Why did you feel like you had to grab your phone and make a video and tell the world that you prefer men who kill people? Why? As a mother, which is your first and most and actually only important job that you have, Sukihana. And I like Sukihana. I know a lot of people are like, hey, you like her too? Honestly, I like I like the hoes, bro. I've, I've been made that very clear this po- podcast. I like hoes. Not to date or be with. I like them as people. I told you guys, when I was going through some of the roughest paths in my life, it was hoes who helped me. It wasn't good girls. I mean, there was a few good girls, but it was hoes. These were girls who would tell you that they're hoes too. They, they were hoes. I'm not making fun of them. You know, so I, I can't ever turn my back on the hoes because it's the hoes who gonna hold it down. Right? It's the hoes who treat people actually decently, believe it or not. Yeah. It's the hoes. But nonetheless, why you have to tell the whole world that you like that for? Why do we need to know that? It wasn't even about honestly what she liked. It's just like why do we need to know? Like what what did I get out of it? Like what what do you what do you get out of that? Right? Like what do you what do you what do you get at? Like you telling the whole world that you like men who kill people. You know what I'm saying? Like I had to realize that the music was just bad. Hip hop itself has just become a very destructive culture. I've watched it even destroy non-black people's lives. White people who get caught up trying to be into the hip-hop. And they now they are convicted felons. And I can't help but think, had that had that little had that little white boy just kept on listening to that rock and that pop music, he would probably have been alright. I can't help but feel like yes, the backdrop to his life was that Gucci man and that Waka Flocka. And now he got a Gucci man Waka Flocka background, but he ain't got no Gucci man Waka Flocka present money or no future deals. <laughs> He probably lived the life that them guys rapped about, but he ain't living the life that they that they that they that they living now. You know? And it's just like at some point you have to just look at this whole culture for what it is. Yes, we've grown addicted to it. Yes, it's even given us our identities. But it's a terrible culture. It doesn't do anything good. And it's time to acknowledge that. So, my dear sister, Sawidi. Yes. Yes. Hip-hop is misogynistic, as you would call it. I don't like that word, but for lack of a better term, yes. It always has been. And until the day it die, it always will be. It's always going to be that. This is a male-dominated culture. If you don't like it, you're a beautiful woman. There's a lot of things you can go do where men don't dominate. And there is no room for what you would consider misogyny. But if you don't like misogyny, Sawidi, I highly advise you become a woman that is well-rounded and not double-minded. And you don't, if you don't like it when it's done to you, you don't like it at all. Now, let me ask you, Sawidi, and any other woman listening who feels like you can relate to her, you feel like I'm talking to you too. I'm asking you directly this, Sawidi. Listen to me. Do you really believe that life could be any different 
for you if you were to accept the fact that you no longer support misogyny in hip hop in other words what would you do what would you do without it because even me I caught myself going to a phase where I was like you know what I can watch certain things I can listen to certain things and say you know I, I really can't I can't say I don't support something and then go watch things that you see what I'm saying so if you were to give up right now give it all up and really stand on your word and say you know I'm done with misogyny in my life and in hip hop what songs you gonna listen to what dance moves you gonna do your whole identity right now what you don't realize has been shaped and built on the back of misogyny some of y'all want change in this world but you don't realize that the change that you're looking for is going to literally shatter your identity and you won't have anything left over who would you be right now without hip-hop in your life hip-hop is one of the strongest cultures because it doesn't it's not just a sound right it's it's clothing it's a way of talking it's a mentality it's where you live it's the car you drive it's how you drive the car right how you sit in the seat lean back it's the weed you smoke it's the shoes you wear it's literally how you raise your kid hip-hop is life And if you had to be fair, 98% of it is what you would consider misogynistic. So what are you going to do when you realize that your whole life, down to even the way you dress, your hairstyles, was literally built on the backs of misogyny? Who would you be right now if you got rid of all of those things? And I'm not here to scare you away. I'm just here to bring you reality. I'm the type of person I give people reality. Even when I became a vegan, everybody was like, oh, you're a vegan, man. And I was like, yeah, I'm not vegan anymore. But at the time, yeah, yeah, I'm vegan, I'm vegan. They were like, oh, man, I bet you get to do all this cool stuff. And I bet your body feels better. I'm like, yeah, but I also don't have a social life anymore. Nobody invites me out to eat anymore. Oh, you a Christian, man? Oh, man, yeah, oh, man, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, man. Yeah, it's great. It's awesome. And I can't barely watch anything on TV. I can't go certain places. I can't talk to certain people no more. I just, mm-mm, it's not for me. And my whole life as I've known it, completely overnight down the drain. And I had to get a whole new life at 29 years old. Thank God that he had provided me with that new life that I'm speaking on. But I had to literally get rid of almost everything. And there were certain things, I'm not going to lie, I, I, I still hold on to. I'm like, yeah, I need, I need to have something to remind me of where I come from. Remind me of who I am, who I've been my whole life. I didn't realize that so much of who I was was shaped and shifted by these very negative things. Unfortunately, in the black culture, as we call it, hip hop culture, it, it, it's, a ne- it's so negative that when we come out of it, we realize like, dang, even some of the best parts of me were shaped and rooted from negativity. And at that point, you don't want nothing to do with even those parts of you. So what you going to do right now, Saweedy, twerking, Saweedy, uh, blonde hair down your back, uh, long nails, rapping like this, day all that, eh, 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 all that rough, aggressive flow. What you gonna do right now if you had to really stand on what you saying? What you gonna do? Who you gonna be? How you gonna wear your hair? Some people say, I don't wait. What the blonde? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Yeah, who you who do you think put that in your spirit? 
See, you don't realize it. See, you don't understand the roots of it. Mm-hmm. But that what got you on. Why? Because it made you sexy. It made you an object to misogynistic men who are in power. You don't see it that way. Because you don't want to see it that way. But I'm just going to let you in on a little secret. Your sexiness is contingent upon misogyny and toxic masculinity. Without misogyny and toxic masculinity, let me leave Sawidi alone for a second. Half you girls wouldn't have a career. All you OnlyFans, reality TV show girls, all you baddies going to the clubs, doing uh, what you getting? What you talking about? Uh, getting paid to uh, promo and uh, all y'all Instagram looking type girls. Yeah. All y'all girls with the long hair and the weave and the nails and the fake eyelashes and the tattoos, smoking the weed in your in your videos and your TikToks and all of that and twerking. Yeah, all of it is literally contingent upon toxic masculinity and misogyny because that's your that's your number one consumer. It'd be no different than the Lifetime channel. The Lifetime channel would literally go straight bankrupt if all women right now were to die because or or go to jail or i don't know just simply just stop watching lifetime because that's their main audience your main audience when you're doing these so-called things that you would look at and be like i don't see the i don't see the correlation yeah well your main audience when you do it believe it or not is men and women who are the product of those kind of men so the women that you would say well now my homegirls yeah and they are the products of those kind of men if you get rid of quote-unquote toxic masculinity and quote-unquote misogyny or even as some of y'all more feminist socially woke active whatever you want to call yourselves patriarchy all you guys identity your whole culture your whole way of living from your yes it including your hairstyle your nails all of it i'm not saying this goes away you can hold on to it like a lot of people do when their identity gets shattered and the carpet gets pulled from beneath their feet. They hold on to whatever's left, right? They're like Adam and Eve coming out of the bushes with with, with uh, fig leaves over their penises and vaginas. Like they, they cover up whatever they can with whatever they have left over. But guess what? We already know you naked, and and, and, and and you don't even realize that all of those things literally need the same things you love to complain about when it don't when it don't benefit you. But all of y'all benefit off toxic men. If you a woman has ever got money from a man because you look good at the end of the day, not because you you cut his grass and he paid you for it. Not because you brought him a plate of food and he paid you for it. No, he gave you money and he ain't your husband or your father or your brother or your son. You better thank toxic masculinity and misogyny and the patriarchy. That's why you got it. All those likes, all y'all who got the social media influence and now these brands are trying to get you to promo them on your Instagram, Fashion Nova. Yeah, it's yeah, who 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 follows you? I mean, who do you think 80% of your followers are when these when these when these fashion novas go onto your page to see if you're even eligible to be a brand ambassador for that? See, I know business, so y'all not gonna get run game on me. When they're going to your page, they looking at they don't, they don't go look at every single one on the see what it is. All they see is 80,000 followers, 20,000. Okay, you're eligible. When these clubs book you guys, when you guys get booked into these things and casting call, all of it is contingent upon what you look like, your brand, and all of that is based off of what men taught black women to go take this blonde weave and put it down their back. Got y'all out here looking like porno star. It's men who like got y'all wearing the long nail. We built you. 
You just don't realize it. You want to take all the credit for yourself because you might have saw another girl do it first. But you don't realize that that girl watched another girl who watched another girl who was taught by her pimp. This is real stuff I'm telling y'all. Why do you think the average modern woman, especially these so-called female, they look like prostitutes? You, all you've seen is modern day pimping. It just nowadays the girl, she her own pimp. See, you don't, you, you so lost in the sauce, you don't even know where you come from. You don't even know the roots, uh, the, the root chakra in this body of work here that we're speaking on. Come on now. You ain't even see the Kundalini, man, go up the spine. Come on, man. Y'all don't know who y'all talking to. You don't even know where you come from. You don't even know how lost you are, actually. You look, you so lost, you think that you've been found. Don't let that go over your head, especially because today's Thanksgiving, ain't it? Yeah, today's Thanksgiving. Yeah, don't let it go over your head. You so lost that you think that you're found. You don't even realize the thing you complain about built you. And if you were to actually stand on your word, you would have to shatter yourself in order to shatter that. It's your boy Tommy via Raw Sex and I'm out.